Welcome to the Students Ministry Podcast, where we talk life, we talk ministry, we talk what's going on at youth group. My name's Lexi, and this is our leader, Chris. Hi. <laughs> and we have a couple of students here with us today. So starting over here, what is your name and what is your grade? Hi, I'm Nick, and I'm in seventh grade. Hello. I'm Hunter, and I'm also in seventh grade. Hi. I'm Hannah, and I'm in eighth grade. Hello, Hannah. So as we start off, we always start with a question, and it is this. What was the best thing this week? Best thing you did, best thing you saw, you heard, you experienced. What's going on? Um, so I worked at Ripple Effect, and we got to uh, throw a bunch of glass in a bin, so that was kind of fun. Oh, that's exciting. Um, so for those of you who don't know, we have a resale store connected to our church that really uh, helps uh, fund missions throughout the church um, and it is ripple effect and it is awesome and our students as they are signing up for a mission trip and getting ready for this summer they are volunteering their time but also getting paid f- to go on this trip pretty much so that's awesome you got to smash these things or was it just putting them in smash. bins that's exciting <laughs> what about you hunter i aced a math test you aced it that's awesome Feel pretty good about that? Yeah, and then I aced a social studies test a few days ago, too. Okay, well, there you go. We've got a genius on our hands, My everyone. <laughs> what about you, Hannah? Um, I went for a walk today. Honestly, what a great thing to do on a day like this. And my we, shoes got muddy. So. Your shoes got muddy. That's spring for you. It is beautiful day out. I am so happy that you got to go outside and get some fresh air. Good for the soul. Happy spring, kind of. I don't, I don't want to say that, so knock on wood. Um, but Chris, what about you? Uh, I just came back from Lake Charles, Louisiana, from a mission trip where I helped out with Samaritan's Purse doing construction for hurricane relief uh, in, in Louisiana. Awesome. What was your favorite part about the trip? Um, honestly, getting to just be loved on by, by the community of believers that I was surrounded by. Um, it was just very, it was a very refreshing experience to actually have some people that were like willing to like pour into each other you know so yeah absolutely and for your last semester of college too which is exciting getting to go out and (laughs) go out and serve God's people super cool yeah I mean Hannah kind of took my best thing this week but that's okay Um, it is beautiful outside today and I got to drive with my windows down, I got to clean my car, and I'm about to go on a road trip, which will be super exciting and also terrifying because I'm driving three hours tomorrow and then three hours back on Sunday to get back in time for shift. So as we're continuing on in this podcast, we always want to make sure that we're starting off in a time in the Word of God, making sure that everything we do is centered around the truth And so we're going to start off in Matthew 28, 19 through 20. And Hunter, do you want to read that for me? Sure. So you must go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything I have commanded you, and you can be sure that I am always with you to the very end. Perfect. And who has the next one, which is Ephesians 2, 19 through 22? I can do it. Um... So you are no longer outsiders and strangers. You are citizens together with God's people. You are also members of God's family. You are a Bible, a building that is built on the apostles and prophets. They are the foundation. 
Christ Jesus himself is the is the most important stone in the building. The whole building is held together by him. It rises to become a holy temple because it belongs to the Lord. And because you belong to him, you too are being built together. You are being made into a house where God lives with the Spirit. Ephesians 2, verses 19 through 22. Awesome. Thanks, guys. The first question is this. Do you find it easy to invite people to youth group? So this is our theme of the night. We are talking about inviting friends to youth group. And what do you think? Is it easy to invite people to youth group? Not really. It's kind of hard to ask people, hey, do you want to come to church with me? Because you don't know what they believe in, and they might not want to be your friend anymore if you bring something up like that. Absolutely. It's always been pretty easy for me to invite people to youth group because I've always been very open about my religion and wanting to invite more people to come with me to church. That's awesome. What do you think, Hannah? Um, It's also been easy for me because, like, all my friends, like, we'll pray for each other, like, in class or at lunch or whatever. Like, if somebody's going through our time, we'll just, like, pray for them. And even there's a couple of my friends who don't believe in God, but they will still be there for whoever's upset, and they will still pray for them no matter what. Wow, we're already starting off really powerful. Mm. Sorry, my mind is blown there. That's awesome that you have friends that are so open, especially in, do you go to public school? Mm-hmm. Open in public school about praying and being there for each other. And um, Hunter, you're saying it's you're just open about your religion too. At your age, that's awesome. I don't think at my age I was that open about going to church. So uh, congrats, great job. How do you go about asking someone to go to youth group? Well, if they're already Christian, then it's pretty easy. We're just in a conversation. I just say, hey, you want to come to my youth group sometime, like I did when I invited Hannah. But if it's another person that I doesn't really believe in God or doesn't go to church that often, we're kind of in a conversation for a while talking about something, and then I'll just be like, hey, you want to try coming to youth group with me this week? It's really fun. We do a lot of awesome things. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way with Hunter. Like what he said, if they don't believe in God, then I kind of like do something that like they like to do and then ask them if they want to come. Yeah. Is it different to invite people that you do know and you know well versus people that you're like just meeting? It's very hard because I just met somebody the like it was the beginning of the year and I just met them and I invited them to church and they couldn't come but they started watching stuff online. That's awesome. So when we're talking about inviting people to youth group, one of the things that we do in Shift is we have this uh, board and it's called the Impossible Shot. And pretty much if you bring someone new um, and each time one of the students miss, it goes up a dollar and if they get through this little three inch hole in this board with a Nerf bow and arrow, they will win an Amazon gift card for the amount. I think at this point it's 
insane. Um, so when we were thinking about inviting friends to youth group, I thought of you, Hunter, uh, which you guys signed up for this week, which is a total God thing in itself. But Hunter has done Impossible Shot, I can't even remember how many times. So when do you have an example of a time that you asked someone to come to church or youth group with you and like it went really well and then you brought them and you did Impossible Shot? Do you have an example or a story of someone? Yes, I do, actually. And it was her and her sister when I invited them we came and they went up for the impossible shot, but they did not want to do it. And I got super close to getting it. It was so cool. There have been a couple of times that we like are watching you take the impossible shot and we're just wide eyed like, oh, no, <laughs> we're about to have to hand over this <laughs> gift card. Um, but the fact that you've done that so many times also means that you've invited people to youth group. And it's it's cool to see. So. Chris, yeah, as Hunter and Nick's small group leader, um, are there any cool things that have happened when one of them has invited a friend? Any cool stories that you've got to share? Oh my gosh, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot, but that's almost exclusively because these two are really cool guys and uh, the fact that they're willing to invite their friends in, in any way, shape, or form, especially as a middle schooler, like, just super cool to begin with. Um, I, I guess the closest thing I can think of, although I don't remember who invited who at this point, um, we were in the middle of teaching, uh, or small group, I should say, we were in the middle of small group, and all of the boys, because we, we were in the gymnasium for small group, all of the boys start sitting in a line with each other, and they start doing these motions with their arms, and they start, they start essentially just like shouting. They're like, row, 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 row. And I'm over here and I'm sitting back and I'm just astounded by this because one, they somehow coordinated this as middle school boys. And two, I was the only leader that night, so I had no idea how to function or handle that. And so there are these middle school boys that are just going row, 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 row. And I'm just like, okay, I don't know how to handle this. I'm gonna let them calm down, and then we're gonna try to we're gonna try to bring it back in. So I think that's that's the biggest thing that I can think of is like when somebody invites their friends, uh, <laughs> stuff like that happens. So we have a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't remember if I was teaching the first night or the week after, but one of those nights um, when we're coming back from small group, we always say, "Okay, sixth grade boys, are you back? Sixth grade girls," and I. I think I called seventh grade boys last because I just felt the energy in the room that something was going to happen. <laughs> and I called seventh grade boys, are you here? And then at that, at that moment, they all uh, gathered in front of the room and started doing exactly what Chris said that they did. Um, but honestly, it's so good to invite people to an atmosphere, not only where we get to learn about God, yes, that's important, but that you have these fun stories to share with people and say, yes, we learn about God. We talk about some really tough stuff sometimes, but we have a lot of fun. And that's the thing that really invites people in. That's why we do Impossible Shot. That's why we do all of these things. <laughs> so with all of that in mind, why do you think it's important as middle school students, as someone your age, 
to have these invitational conversations with friends about the importance of going to church. Why, why do you think it's important to ask people to come? Well, you have people your age that you know and enjoy hanging out with, and they come and they start learning more about God and how he works in mysterious ways with you. I kind of said earlier that um, it's kind of a hard time in middle school because you don't like really know what group of friends you want to be in and what you want to do and like what sports you want to play and what classes you like the most it's kind of like a difficult time because you have like a bunch of mixed feelings yeah hey chris can you read the first three sentences of that ephesians verse for me yeah of course i can um first three sentences so you are no longer outsiders and strangers. You are citizens together with God's people. You are also members of God's family. So it's a tough time. It's a tough thing to be your guys' age. What do you think that verse means with you inviting people? Go through the tough times together, probably, because it's easier to go through with friends, way easier than it is to go through with alone. You are members of God's family, and we're inviting people in to be a part of that family. Kind of adding on to what Hunter said, you're doing it with people your age, so they might be going through the same struggles, too. Yeah, as we were talking about before we started recording a little bit, I mean, Chris and I, we're not too terribly far removed from where you guys are at, but it's so different to be your age versus, okay, yeah, we remember what it's like to be mm -hmm. your age. You guys come talk to us about some stuff sometimes, but we don't know what it's like to be living in it in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, to kind of go off of that, like, there's such an importance to it. And obviously, I, I am a little removed from the situation, like, like Lexi said. Um, but when I was a middle schooler, I didn't, I didn't go to youth group. I didn't you know, have that Christ-centered community um, in my life, and I was a lot worse off because of it. And, like, the fact that there are people who are actually willing and able and out there, especially at our youth group, that are willing to invite their friends and be like, hey, like, do you want to come experience this? That's, that's a game-changer for me because that is giving middle school students something that I didn't have when I was in middle school. And so, like, it's, it's super, super powerful, and it's super cool to witness. Yeah. So, Hannah, as someone who was invited, what was that conversation like for you? Um, we were walking through the hall, going to school, and uh, what was I talking about? I don't know. I was talking about something because, like, this year something's happened, and I was just, like, talking about it with Hunter, and my sister was there too, obviously. And he goes, well, why don't you try coming to church because I think that praying and having other people your age that are in your grade who know you might be able to help a little bit more than I can. And so I was like, oh, okay. That's awesome. So it's still that we're, we're talking about going through it together, going through it with people, and that was something that you really experienced. You experienced that change of, okay, maybe we need to come and be with people your age. So I think that's super cool. Um, okay, so 
we're talking about being a family of believers. We're talking about being part of God's family. Um, what does that look like for you guys going out into school, going out into the real world? I feel like it kind of makes it easier. Like, if you have questions on something, like, me and Hunter are in the same computer class. So, like, if I had some a question on something in computer class, I always know I can go talk to Hunter because he'll know what to do. And if we don't know it, we can figure it out together. If I'm having a rough day, I know I can go to Nick because we see each other and we're in a lot of the same classes. But if it's towards the end of the day when we don't have each other, we're on the same bus and we can talk about things together. You got something to add? I don't know. I guess, like, with, like, rough days and stuff, uh, coming here, you, like, figure out who's in your grade and who you know, like, you want to get closer with or you can relate to more with, like, your situations or whatever, so you can just make more friends in your classes or just expand your friend group, I guess. And so would you say, does, does that motivate you to then go out and invite more people to youth group? Uh, yeah. yeah. On, kind of adding on to what uh, Hannah just said, if you're, like, having a rough day and you come here, you kind of, like, get to have a little bit of fun and let that stress out because you're, like, hanging out with people that you know and you get to have fun and learn about God. And it's, like, fun to do and kind of react relaxes me. Hmm. It's like you're going through the stressful week. It's hard. And then when you get to shift or church in general, it just goes away. Hmm. You're able to just let it all go and do other things without having that stress on your shoulders. So you guys get to experience that, um, that time with God, that Holy Spirit peace that kind of comes with being in community, being at church, um, and not just youth group, not just our program, that's everywhere. That's why it's important to talk about it, because who knows what someone's going through? Even if you don't know someone like we were talking about, it's harder to ask them to go to youth group, but who knows if that's exactly what they need at that time? Because, I mean, I went... To youth group when I was in middle school, but I was not really involved. Um, I, I showed up because my mom worked for the church, <laughs> but at that same time, my parents were going through a divorce, and it was really tough. Like you're saying, like middle school is just hard, mm -hmm. and I can't imagine not having that youth group family. Although I was super like arms distance, I'm not going to get super involved if I didn't have that youth group family that church that people the believers family of believers probably would have looked pretty different and so the fact that you guys are already going out at your age and inviting people into that family is astonishing yeah and to kind of piggyback off of that just a little bit like coming to know christ is a radical change in a person's life um and i know that personally from my own story and Honestly, like what Lexi said, it takes just inviting a person that could result in just this complete and utter change of who a person was. Like, I would be in such a different place had I not come to know Christ. And the only way I came to know Christ is because I got invited to church. So um, there's that. And the fact that you guys are doing that already is awesome. 
there's a lot of people in middle school who are still finding out what they believe in and don't know what to do. And if you invite them to church, it gives them that little shove, I guess, to come to know God more. Mm. Yeah, this has been a really good conversation. You guys have so much wisdom to bring to the table. Seems like every podcast, there's something that's said that just blows our us leaders' minds. <laughs> and so I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, but before we do, I want to ask one more question. What's one thing, if you could talk to, if there's a youth pastor out there, if there is another student out there, what's one thing, like advice, anything, that you would say to them? Trust God. Just know that it's going to be all right. Yeah. What would you tell another middle school student who's questioning whether they should invite someone or not? I guess just like to go for it. And the worst they can do is say no. And if they do say no, then you can just like, I guess not push it on them, but just say what you want to say, like, and keep, I guess, like convincing them that it's like you can go and you can do it. If they're really on your heart, not just saying, okay, well, they said no. Um, Building that relationship and getting to know them better. That's super important. Kind of adding on to what Hannah said. Uh, I had a friend a couple weeks ago, and I invited him to come, and he said no because he was already going to a youth group. But he said he'd like to go. So at least now I know that he knows God and that he goes to a youth group. Absolutely. That's the best kind of no. (laughs) No, but I'm already a part of a group somewhere. I'm already getting to know God in my own way. That's awesome. So, from everyone here at the Students' Ministry Podcast, we will see you next week.